Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Welcome along to the latest Melchester Odyssey. I can't remember which number it is. Doesn't really matter. Don't worry nah, about it. Cares. It's just a fucking number. It's completely arbitrary. Um, this is the Roy of the Rovers Best of the 1980s book that we're going through. It's a 208-page classic. If you haven't got a copy, you can still get them. I think on Amazon they're about six, seven quid. The price has rocketed up since we started doing this. I think they were about two quid when we started. Fucking hell. And we've created an inflation. If in we, the, if we were markers. to buy up stock of shit that we knew we were going to yeah. promote on the show. Yeah, don't say that publicly. Is that illegal? <laughs> No, it's it not ins- insider trading. It's insider trading, yeah. I think the podcast elders frown on it. Mm. Adam Buxton. Get, yeah. Stephen Fry. Yeah. yeah. You can get sacked for it for that. Um, who's that other one that does all the podcasts? <sighs> What's he called? Mark Mark Marin. Mark Marin. The one who plays his electric guitar at the end. I played you that clip the other week when he interviewed... Um, oh, I forgot who it was now, but it's not important. Oh, no, yeah. it was David Letterman. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah. he interviewed David Letterman... And then at the end, he, he just kind of summed it up after Letterman had gone. He went, wow, that's been an amazing day. Um, I've been interviewed a lifelong hero of mine. He's come to my garage and we've hung out and chatted. Yeah. And he goes, and now I think I'm just going to sit back and play some guitar. And then he did like a guitar solo. <laughs> it was an think outro you, think of the podcast. he was podcast. joking? Or do no, you think I that's think what happens was, to you? No, I think he was deadly serious. That's what happens to you when, you're, when your podcast becomes really Huge, massive and massive you, and you're working in your garage and you just sort of think I can do anything celebrities now. yeah celebrities come to your garage to chat and then you just fucking get you've obviously got one of them lazy boy reclining chairs I'm not ruling out that happening back. to us no I hope it happens it's my ambition I and mean just, I can't play guitar but I, I, we, you'd have time to learn if you're only knocking out one podcast we make out enough, if we make enough money and we have loads of time to just relax hmm. then I could easily get a guitar um, teacher to come yeah. over and teach me. You learn off YouTube as well, can't you? Yeah, something like that. My mate made a lot of money a couple of years ago. He sold his business, and now he gets he gets a really good guitarist <laughs> to come round to his house. Steve Gilmore, couple of times a week, and just teach him. Like he's really into metal, right? right? And so he gets, he, he just goes, "Don't, I'm not bothered with you teaching me the fucking chords I and all do that riffs. stuff." I just want you to teach me Slayer riffs. <laughs> That's it. We don't start... With, well, first, it would be helpful if you learnt the basics. No, fuck that. No. <laughs> teach me how to play Slayer riffs. And then when you're not here and I'm feeling angry or frustrated about something, I can go into my shed and just play no, Slayer, Slayer riffs, riffs and it will really, like, help me. Well, we'll get there one day, Sam, but that begins by us buying up Roy the Rovers books yeah. and selling them when we start talking about them. Yeah. Anyway, digressed a little bit there. So, 
uh, Roy has brought in a replacement for Jeff Giles. Um, he's replaced him with former international Nat Gosden, who is 62 years of age. Uh, and he's <laughs> has got 100 children. And, and they got... all live in a big shoe in Melchester, <laughs> town centre. And he's got nine-year-old Walter Williams playing in goal. Mm. Um, Rovers were given no chance against league leaders Carford City and when Mel- Mervyn Walsh- Wallace s- uh, slipped on the treacherous turf um, a Carford player runs through and he's one on one and the crowd shout the kid came out to narrow the angle but Sammy slipped the ball around him one of the Rovers fans there the, the pricks obviously that we've established mm. whining miserable pricks yeah. worst, Melch- worst fans in England in no world, doubt in the world Melchester are one goal down already, shouts one, almost as if he wants them to be a goal yeah. down. Yeah, I told you this would happen. Yeah, um, but no, amazingly, Walter Williams throws himself to the side and backwards um, and puts a hand on it. No, what a recovery, shouts a fan. No! No, <laughs> oh, fuck it, he's proved me wrong. Our oh, prophecy hasn't come true. <clears throat> Walter's <coughs> got it, says someone, I think, maybe Duncan. It might be Duncan Mackay, yeah. Um, and as the young keeper leapt to his feet, another fan shouts, Look, he's still clutching the ball in one hand, like it was an orange! <laughs> They've never seen such... Suddenly some Wizardry before. Yeah, this is yeah. like a scene like in Rocky, yeah. where he's suddenly... The boy has become a man, He looks he? like he's down and out, and suddenly he just bounces off the ropes and starts battering Apollo Creed. Yeah. It's like that. He has got it in one hand, like it's an orange, which... And this is the days before gloves as well. Mm. He's just doing it with his bare hand. He must have a giant hand. Um, and I think it's Roy that shouts, Right wing, Wally! Let it go! And there we are. Wally throws it out, straight to Racy's feet. And another fan shouts, I'm beginning to see why Roy's got so much faith in the kid. No apology or yeah. admittance that they were wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. He's proved us all wrong not and only, made fools of us. Not only was I wrong, I was a cunt. Yeah. Because I didn't back one of our own young yeah. players. I treacherously turned against the team that I have vowed to love for my whole life. Walter Williams is not just a player. He is a human being. A human being with feelings. A young, vulnerable man trying to make his way in the world. And I tried to strangle his career at birth with my bitter and cynical opinions. He may only be 17 years of age, but already Walter Williams is 100 times more a man than I am or will ever be. Yeah. I apologise to you wholeheartedly, Walter Williams. None of that. None of that. I'm beginning to see why Roy's got so much faith in the kid. Fuck off. Get out. Don't want your money. Um, Take him out, Carford. Shouts one of the Carford players. <laughs> Take him out. But no... Roy didn't want to be taken out and Roy lashes the ball into the crowd. Fucking hell, it's like he's lost his temper uncharacteristically. He's lost his mind. Yeah, fuck it, bang. Is that Pablo Diaz? No, this is not Pablo Diaz. This is the one African-American player that Melchester have I'm in there. I'm guilty team. of a racism there because he's a dark-skinned player. Because he's dark-skinned. And Diaz. there's more to come from him because you'll see as it develops... All right, the way okay. in which they, they write they write his dialogue oh God, is no. rather problematic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But at this stage, you just hear him say, or he goes, is, Roy, for Pete... I'm not going to do an accent, but although it will become harder not to do oh, an accent. Oh, shit. You go, Roy, for Pete's sake, what the heck was that in Adolf? 
<laughs> which is fucking ballsy to shout the player manager like that. Yeah. Right, for Pete's sake. What the heck was that in What the hecking fuck was that about? Fucking hell, right. But it's because Mervyn Wallace is still down. Um, Mervyn Wallace, the ref won't allow him to be treated until the ball is out of play. And one fan shouts, get up, Wallace, you only fell over. That's realistic. <laughs> That's very realistic from the crowd. Um, so I wonder if, if Roy instigated this thing where the ball is kicked out regularly when a player goes down. Because it didn't used to happen, did it, in the olden days? No, and, we it, and now it's become so annoying. Because when it happens now, this sort of thing about manners, right, it's bollocks. Mm. Because if you're under pressure, the manager, there'll be managers who brief their players. Like, if we're under pressure and we can't get the ball mm. and we're trying not to concede and it's late in the game, go down and then the opposition will have to kick it out. Yeah. But there's no rule saying the opposition have to kick it out. So you could just be pretending. So you should never, you should always play to the whistle. Mm. You should never kick it out unless you choose to because your own player is down and you, you're convinced they need treatment. It's up to you. But don't fucking respond to what the opposition are doing. No, of course not. There we are, a lesson there for all of yeah. you. From there you go. If there's any youngsters, I know, a, I know a lot of youngsters listen to this and they look to me Sam's for... Sam's big point. They look to me for <laughs> guidance. That's my opinion, but what's yours? 0800 424 1122 Call in, we'll get you on the radio. Big opinions. Big talk. <laughs> You're listening to Big Talk. <laughs> Between now and 3am. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. Get up, Wallace, you already fell over. Um, and Gosden's immediately up, getting his tracksuit off. Eh? Uh, it's a it's a bad one too. I better get warmed up, Taffy. Young Mervyn's done a hamstring by the look of it. Oh, fucking really? Oh, really? Are you the fucking physio? Well, that's it, Taffy. Taffy, whatever he's called, the physio says, uh, I'll be the judge of that. You hang on a minute, Nat. Sit down, you old cunt. Get your fucking flask out. Finish your tea off. Excuse me. One of us has got fucking physio written on his office One door. of us has got a fucking sponge in his bag. The other one hasn't. That's the difference. <laughs> but sure enough, it says, but soon, Taffy comes off cradling uh, Mervyn around his shoulder. It, it was a hamstring, all right. Roy wants you to come on, Nat. Nat's like, thought he might. You don't get to become 62 and still a top footballer without knowing a thing or two about a thing or two. About fucking hamstrings. And that. Uh, the Carford fans greeted Rovers' newest recruit, recruit with a mighty jeering roar. Granddad! Granddad! And look at look at Nat's face. He's like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard um, it all before. I might be fucking granddad, but I'm out here earning a fucking bag of sand a week, right? <laughs> <laughs> While you cunts half my age are up there pissed up on skull, right? Which is still a best selling lager in nineteen eighty. Yeah. Right. Fucking munching on peanuts, right? <laughs> Which is all you get paid in your fucking job at the foundry. <laughs> <laughs> and look at him, he's in good nick. Yeah. He's in good nick. Don't worry, don't worry. Fucking Mrs. Gosden is very happy with this physique. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'll get Ten mine. Ten kids, remember. She likes a bit of Gosden. <laughs> um, and it says, as Grandad was soon in action, as Carford took a quick throw. Uh, Move it, Gosden! Close him down! Shouts, uh, it might be Roy. And Gosden says, nay, lad, that's too much like hard work. <laughs> nay, lad. <laughs> He's, come, he's signed from Emmerdale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and he says, on this pitch, all you need do is wait for the ball as one of the uh, <coughs> the Carford players slides to try and get the ball and falls over. Oof! He says as he goes down. Uh, Richie's come a cropper now. That was lucky for Gosden. Shouts a fan. Gosden thinks, after make your own luck in this game. In other words, shut your fucking noise, dickhead. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And then he, he passes the ball, tries to hit it out wide. And again, more fan wisdom. What do you call that, Gosden? A pass? You've got to clout the ball on this heavy ground. Don't forget, of course, that it's frozen underground yeah. and soft on the top. Happened a lot. But the ball had all that Gosden's experience behind it. Just enough pace to reach Roy. He is. He's, he's just got. He's one of them players where you know a central defender. They say the first ten yards are in your head when you get to a certain age. Yeah. You just know where it's to all stand. About reading the game and, and sniffing it, it, at danger. It's also, although I think Gosden's a central midfielder, it reminds me a lot of Teddy Sheringham. Yeah. As he got older, he just knew. He knew where to be. He didn't Young have Moby. to be running around. Yeah, Moby. I remember when Liverpool signed Gary McAllister from Coventry City and it looked like McAllister's career was coming to an end mm. and then suddenly a big club like Liverpool signed him and he played loads of games, I think under Julier. And because he just fucking, he just st- he stood there the in the centre of the field. He was the Nat Gosden of he the was early the 21st Gosden. century. Yeah. yeah, spraying it around. So there we go. The ball had all Nat Gosden's experience behind it and just enough pace to reach Roy. Oh no, shouts a Carford player. Uh, and Roy thinks a shot on the run in these conditions just isn't on next frame so I'll try a chip <laughs> and he does he chips it flips it over the keeper's head oh it's there Roy's done it goal shout the two-faced Melchester cunt fans uh, Carford can't believe it shout another one um, so that's Melchester one up mm. Blatty Gray runs over Yaha! Nice one, Racy. Oh, he's Scouse, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, nice one, Racy. <laughs> and good on little Walter. His save kept us in the game. And that pass from Nat has put us in the driving seat. Conclusion, the... Racy 2, every other con nil. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and they're all gathered around him, hugging him and all that, and he's just thinking, maybe I'm about to put the mighty back into Melchester. Don't get carried away, Roy. Don't get carried away. I don't know if um, Elchester ever called Mighty. Don't know. Mm. That's the end of that episode. You can't it. afford to miss next week's action. It says at the bomb. Order the following issue now. Whoa. Order it. Fucking hard sell. Yeah, maybe Mind they're you, expecting it to sell out quickly. I did used to order in uh, in uh, the local newsagent. Yeah, so did I. I. Because I just loved it. I didn't. I don't know if I needed to. I think there would have always been a copy because I knew what day it came out. Yeah. But there was something that made me feel. Very executive class. Would you go in and collect yours or get yeah. delivered? Oh, collect. Right. So what I mean was it would be like, it, it made me feel like an executive because yeah. it was ordered and then come whatever day, I can't remember when it came out, was it Tuesday? I can't I'm not remember. sure. I would swan in to mm. the news agents. Ideally, there'd be other people around. Morning, my good man. Yes. Delaney ah, here. Good morning. <laughs> and what a fine morning it is. The sun is shining, the birds are singing. I have taken... Young Delaney's after a stroll. I've taken my morning stroll. (laughs) Morning constitution. Yes, and now here I am for the highlight of the day, the collection of my weekly periodical. (laughs) 
Roy of the Rovers. Yeah. I take it you have it there for me behind the counter. Please fetch it immediately. Uh, actually, it hasn't come in this morning. I beg your pardon? Hey, come in. Quite a few of them ain't come in. It'll probably be tomorrow. Well, this, right? this will not stand. I had this ordered. And do you mean to say that I, a regular customer, who have had this arrangement with your shop for, for, for nigh on three months now... <laughs> Almost half my life. We'll have to read. We'll have to wait to read this, this. The unfolding of this week's sensational dramas in the world of Roy of the Rovers and the other associated strips. I will have to read them up to twenty-four hours later than the common gentleman who just <laughs> simply buys his issue on the hoof, so to speak, from his local W. H. Smiths. <laughs> my good man, Are this we- is a black day. <laughs> I shall take my business elsewhere. <laughs> I shall take my business to Depeche's, the Pakistani shop on the corner up the street. They have always been very reliable and polite in the past. <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't move my business to them sooner. Good day. <laughs> As you know, there is no contract in place between us. I do not need to pay you or notify you that our, that our deal has been broken. If you do not stop my collection order... The issues will merely pile up and they'll be your business to deal with. <laughs> you will incur the costs, not I. Good luck to you. <laughs> All right, mate, whatever. <laughs> so you say you want to stop getting it, yeah? <laughs> I think I've made myself perfectly clear. This does not require any further discussion. Oh, no, I'll take a wham bar while I'm here. <laughs> and that will be that. <laughs> Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Honestly, though, I used to get mine delivered. It used to be the Beano and Roy of the Rovers around that time. And sometimes it wouldn't come out on the day it was meant to come out. And there'd be nothing worse than... Because it would come with the morning paper. We'd get the... I think it was the Daily Mirror would get delivered each morning. And if it was Tuesday and your beano was supposed to come as well, and the, obviously you'd hear it fall on the mat, yeah, I'd run to yeah. the door. And if it wasn't there, if it was a day late for any reason, that was the worst thing in my life at that time. Yeah, Nothing else as bad as that could possibly happen. Yeah, it's fucking sickening because you build up to something. You build up, you build yeah. up, you build up, and it doesn't happen. It's the worst. Life lesson though, isn't it? Life will fuck you over now and again. Don't, yeah, it, it will, because that will come again and again and again in your life, is yeah. that you will have something in your head, a target, a deadline, a, a sort of a, a glittering prize yeah, that um, shining in mm. the distance that you feel you're working towards. And then when you finally arrive, 
the flame has, for some reason, gone out. Gone out. I think the, the lesson is, do not be um, lured by the glitter or the shiny prize. Live for the moment. Don't try. <laughs> well, that's one Possibly. way of <laughs> The thing is, you've got to enjoy... If you just think, right, I'm going to go through this hell because it'll be worth it at the end, yeah. right? So what I'll do is I'll deprive myself of any joy or pleasure or I'll defer everything because yeah. this other thing is waiting for me. Yeah. Then you might end up... If the, if the prize isn't waiting there as promised, then there's no one's going to say sorry. There doesn't need to be an explanation. You're just going to have to learn to process that. And the worst thing will be not that the prize isn't there, but you wasted all that time waiting for it. So the point is be mindful and that I'm not saying go out down the pub and get trashed I'm saying when you're walking along the street look at the trees yeah look at the sky above uh, cherish and value and honor all of the good and positive things that surround you you know the work that other people are doing every day to make strangers do every day to make your life better and um, talk to the cats mm. that you come across and the trees ask them how they're doing have a little chat with a tree say hello to the birds yeah. These and things about live your life with love and compassion and yeah. honesty, and that's all you can do. Yeah, you finished? Yeah, okay. Uh, how many marks out of 10 are you giving that one? I'm giving that a nine. It was very good match action. Yeah, I was very surprised by Gosden's attitude as well. He's very cocky, I like it. Yeah, give that a nine as well. Well, that's what he's got the confidence of age, yeah, like, like ourselves. Mm. On to the next one. Um, so it says at the beginning what a dummy he's turned them inside out and I hope that's going to be Gosden I really hope that's going to be Gosden it says um, the preview bit Melchester Rovers were fighting to get out of the relegation zone and Roy had shocked his fans by signing ageing midfielder Nat Grandad Gosden and putting 17 year old Walter Williams in goal but the newcomers helped Roy to grab a brilliant opening goal against league leaders Carford City this is a shock because Melchester's bottom three relegation zone yeah And um, this is the sort of thing West Ham do yeah, this is they're, yeah. they're pulling a West Ham here. You're you're yeah. in the relegation zone. You Bloody come up the big against boys champions, and, yeah. and then it's exactly the sort of game that we end up winning. Totally. So the fans are shouting, "Rovers, Rovers!" You fucking two faced bastards! Uh, come on, City, sort it out. We're letting an old man make us look silly. Shouts one of the Carford players who looks a little bit like Rod Stewart, who's probably thirty two himself, going around with that kind of haircut. Let's get that goal back, says another one. Roared on by their fans, Carford mounted a furious counter-attack. Oh, Jimmy Slade's been caught out of position. Melchester's right flank is wide open. And it surely is. First time Cross comes in, met with a bullet of a header by a player who looks a bit like Trevor Brooking, but hair-wise, it's... Um, I don't know what that is. That's more of a Gary Davis. Yeah, very early 80s. It's very blow-dried. Um, touch of Paul Young. Yeah, very lustrous. I like it. The love of the common people. First time Cross has met with a bullet of a header. Young Williams has done it again, shout the crowd. What a save! But the ball's loose. Get in there, City. And the nearest player to the loose ball is Nat Gosden. Because he always knows where to be. He knows where to be, he sniffs out the danger. And I think it's that Noel Baxter with the ginger hair. Might be. I'm starting to learn the names of these mm. players again. It's yours, Gosden. Clear it. Whack it into the crowd. But Gosden clears it all right. Straight back up the park. There's no reason for him to whack that into the crowd. He's in space. 
Well, oh. in those days, the defending was very no-nonsense. There was none of this fucking playing out from your area dodgy like picture, people do dodgy these days. as well, I suppose. It's, it would have been normal in it's those days. It's a rose Just get, Yeah, it's rose Get it. If in doubt, kick it out. But this is Nat Gosden, who no one seemed to realise was a really good footballer fucking until maverick. five minutes ago. Um, what the? Shouts the, the Trevor Brooking lookalike. Gosden's cleared it all right. Straight back up the park. It's heading for Paco Diaz. And he has, he's just volleyed it right up the pitch. Route one stuff. The Spanish superstar made good use of the treacherous, greasy surface. Mm, use of the word greasy in the same sense as Spanish mm, there. Don't like it. That was very much of its time, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, one of the the Gosford players, oh, no, sorry, Carford, one of the Carford players shouts, oof! as he slides in to try and get it, and the other one shouts, Gah! What a dummy! He's turned them inside out! Took two of them out with a dummy, and knocked it inside to Roy! So Roy's on the edge of the penalty area, the ball's coming to him, you know what's happening here. Uh, Close him down, City, don't let him shoot! Shouts a Carford defender, but Roy deliberately stepped over the ball. Oh. My God, we didn't know what was coming. Classic Roy. Although not it classic is. Roy, I'm surprised that he's done something he's done that selfish, selfish he? on the pitch. Because <laughs> yeah. usually he's always like, out the way, I'm going to have a shot. Here comes the rocket. There we are. 3-0. <laughs> right, can't you sometimes give us a go? Fuck off. <laughs> What's the point in that? You lot are all shit. Whose name's on the manager's door? Not yours, is it, dickhead? <laughs> So Roy deliberately stepped over the ball and it goes through to Vernon Elliott. Vernon Elliott, it's there! Hooray! 2 0 to Melchester! Is Vernon Elliott the um, the player of colour? I think he might be. He's got number 11 yeah. on his back. And, yeah, it is him. And he did in the previous one. It yeah. is him. All right, we'll look forward to more of Vernon, Vernon Elliott, like you said. Yeah. Gold. We'll tiptoe through that later on. Hooray! 2 0 to Melchester! Um, expecting their team to be thrashed, the Melchester fans were wild with delight. Yeah, I bet they were. Wild with delight. Hypocrites. Fucking dickheads. Um, well, well, that's something at suppose. Well, look at this. One of them. Signing him on was a stroke of genius. And don't forget who signed him. All together now. Roy Race! <laughs> Fuck Imagine off. if some fucker said that next year at the game. All together yeah, now. now. Bang, boof, boof, bang, yeah. <laughs> Come on, everyone. Down Come on, him. everyone. All together now. Manuel Pellegrini. <laughs> Fuck. What do you mean, all together now? Fuck off. On the count of three. One, two, three. Manuel Pellegrini. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> there we are. Well played, Grandad Gosden. Shouts another hypocritical two-faced bastard. Um, there we are. Roy Race, the greatest manager in the world. It takes a man of courage to sign a 35-year-old veteran and put a kid in goal, they say. Um, I despise these people. I really do. I really do. Although most football fans are arseholes, aren't they? It has to be said. I guess so, yeah. Not the ones that listen to this podcast, obviously. No. You're a more discerning bunch, but most football fans. Terrible people. Um... I like it when I meet a football fan, though, in a social situation who's not a cunt. Like, because it's in life makes life easier, doesn't oh, it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you've got something to talk about. I'll happily B, talk about football B, to some cunt. You're talking to someone who's not a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. You've got to, you've got to fucking whammy. bear in mind that if you meet a football fan 
at least you think, well, we've got some common ground. I mean, mm. you could be at a parents' evening, especially near where I live, right? You could be at some sort of event involving parents of the other kids, which is always a minefield, and you could meet someone who fucking custard pies you in the first five minutes. You go, do you watch... I think there's something to say. You're stuck with some dad. Mm. He's wearing, like... I don't know. He's wearing, like jeans with like loafers and you're like yeah um did you did you watch that game last night oh i don't really follow footy uh, and you're yeah. like fuck yeah i can't we just got said can i just walk away now probably a tory yeah right and um, i'm more into the rugger yeah something oh, like that fuck. oh god no so that's the problem. Whereas at least if you meet someone and you go, did you watch a game? And they go, yeah. And then you start fucking talking about football. That's all right. But can you imagine what's like in the northeast if you meet someone that say they don't like football? That's really weird. They have to be burned as a witch. Yeah. Because it's just not on. Yeah, it's I a don't hotbed know. of soccer. Yeah, is they love their football. Yeah, in that they part do. Of the world, yeah, don't more they? so than everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been weird because I, I don't suppose there's many cricket or rugby fans around your way. I don't think so. Just the middle class people. Yeah, they live in like really, really small, small bit compounds. Yeah, gated compounds. Not gated compounds. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would. I mean, if I lived up there, that's where I'd probably you'd be living live as in well. fear, wouldn't you? All the yeah, time. Yeah, you just live behind <laughs> have a gate, gates in case. Of, but even then, they can sort of climb over in the yeah. night, can't they? Yeah, and set about you. Yeah. Get in your get in your, in your house, ransack your fridge, take out all your waitrose food and yeah. scuttle off of it. Go through your bins. Yeah, like rats. <laughs> <laughs> Dystopian. Wake up. Some of the working class people have got over the get compound gates and they're going through our bins. I thought we'd had them electrocuted. I'll be like, fucking let them. <laughs> it's in the bin. It's a fucking clue. We didn't want it. I know, but I just feel the so, point. I feel so sullied watching feel violated. them going through our, our hummus pots. Just get into the panic room and <laughs> shut up. Don't move. Listen, if you if the last scrapings of the hummus meant that much to you, you should have fucking eaten it before you threw the pot out. I've said this loads of times. <laughs> After time, you're letting the kids just have two big fucking scoops of it. <laughs> on their fucking tortillas, and then you chuck it out. I mean, that's a fucking waste. I'm, let them have it. But they're running all over our garden, and one of them's defecated in the drive. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll get the cleaner to deal with that in the morning. Just go back to sleep. They're not getting in. They don't want to get in. They're happy with the bins. <laughs> this is Sutherland. They're fucking... They're probably friendly, but, uh, well, why don't you go out and talk to them? No, I'm not going out no, there. I'm not fucking going out. Don't be silly about That's why it. I live here. <laughs> anyway, so uh, second half. Uh, Walter Williams and Nat Gosden couldn't be everywhere. This is true. Uh, they're not shapeshifters. That would be great if Melchester signed a shapeshifter, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it'd be fucking Or an invisible player. That's getting into Billy the Fish territory yeah. now, isn't it? So uh, Duncan Mackay goes up for a header and uh, makes a mess of it and shouts, Ah! Um, Duncan Mackay's made a mess of that header. He's given it to one of the city forwards. The Carford player unleashed a hopeful first-time volley outside of the boot as well. It's, one, it's a lovely bit of uh, illustration that he's hit it with the outside of his boot. You can see the trajectory of the ball. Mm, Chris Waddle style. Bit dip that. on it. Yeah, a bit dip and curve on it. Walter Williams' face... Uh, 
Wally Williams looks a little bit like Stephen Morris at a new order. He does, doesn't he? And he's uh, he's just looking back. It's gone right past him, but it's hit the upright, and it's rebounded into the net. Wahoo! Shout the Carford fans. We're back in the game. As fans always do. Wahoo! Wahoo! Maybe some of them are Americans. Yeah. Maybe some of them are like from Texas or something. Yeah, they one of the, the fans like that fly over to watch Manchester Club. Yeah. The Texan Carfords fans. Carford might be the Manchester United of um, yeah. of this this universe. We're back in the game. We're back in the game, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, the voice of Nat Gosden rang calmly through the pandemonium. No need to fret, lads. They'll not score such a lucky goal for the rest of the season. We're still in the driving seat. And uh, Carford fan shouts, Listen to Grandad, what does he know about it? He knows he's played the game for 42 years at the top level. Half of you lot. He knows. Half of you lot are pissed off idiots, yeah. right? I've played more games of football than you've had hot dinners in your life, so fucking listen up. But as the game grew to a fever pitch of excitement, so it's what's 2-1 now, isn't it? 2-1 to Melchester. Um, the game grew to a fever pitch of excitement. Uh, Gosden's showing his experience now. Look at him holding the ball. He's deliberately slowing down the game, giving the Rovers time to recover. It's genius. He's holding onto the ball there for a few seconds, just shielding it. He might just stand on it for 20 seconds and just... fall on it and keep it under your tummy. Yeah, (laughs) maybe just just stare at the other players and hypnotise them just by staring at them. Like Crocodile Dundee does to animals, to wild animals. They'll just be frozen in time. Yeah. Brilliant, he's got everything, Gosden. And suddenly, just when they think he's holding onto the ball, no... What a ball! And Roy's anticipated it. He's away! So Gosden, again, outside of the foot. He's knocked it across the surface towards Racy. Um, make it safe, Racy! Show them that Manchester are on the way up again! Woo-hoo! We're sorry we doubted you! And that's where that one ends. That's where we're going to end for now. And it just says, Next week's action will take your breath away. Don't miss it. And whoever's been in charge of the letter set on that particular sentence there has gone a bit, been a bit pissed when they've got to the word away. There's some big gaps between the letters. Oh, they've uh, come back after a long lunch and finished that job off by the Mm. looks of it. Um, There we are. That's that one. Mark's out of 10 for that story. I'm giving that a nine. Lots yeah, of goals. Yeah, it's a nine. It was a really exciting action-packed match. It was an in-match episode. Yeah. And usually I prefer Holy the off-field match. episodes yep. because they they tend to be funnier and more dramatic and more dialogue. But this was a genuinely sometimes, because of the, as I've said before, because of the like dynamism of the illustrations and uh, you really it really takes you to a game and you sometimes read it and you feel like you've almost watched you've a really there. good game of football. Yeah. You can almost smell the onions. You can. There was goal action um, and the, the cult of Nat Gosden has emerged. Yeah, fucking so, great. You want him to sign for your club, don't you? You do. I mean, West Ham yeah. could do the, the, the dim. Well, I suppose we've got Jack Wilshere. Sort of similar. We've got Mark Noble, is he not already? Oh, yeah, Mark, in, in Mark house, Noble's in-house Gosden. Gosden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he, he was injured first day of the season. We lost 5-0 and I there lost it and I think we need Mark Noble. There you are. That tells the story, doesn't it? Mm. He probably would have won 4-0 if he played. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's it for this episode. We'll be back with another one of these next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.